Welcome to Civ News, your source for Canadian politics, policy, and public sector news on May 1st, 2020. The Parliamentary Budget Office announced that the Canadian federal deficit is expected to reach $250 billion in 2021, the largest on record, becoming 12.7% of Canadian GDP. This comes partly as a result of the federal government's adoption of economic policies using hundreds of billions of dollars in order to stabilize the Canadian economy as we enter into a recession. Over the past few months, the deadly and uncertain nature of COVID-19 has damaged stock prices, shut down many lucrative non-essential services, and forced many Canadians out of work. These, among other factors, have contributed to a Canadian economy that is expected to shrink 12% over the year. Focusing on one specific part of the PBO's predictions, they predict that the use of military reserves over the next four months will cost $456 million. This number accounts for the Canadian Armed Forces' expectation that it will ultimately place 10,000 reservists on full-time contracts to assist in the fight against COVID-19 as well as issues such as forest fires and floods. In other military news, one Canadian military member is dead and five others are missing after a Canadian CH-148 Cyclone helicopter serving with a NATO naval task force crashed in international waters between Greece and Italy on Wednesday. Chief of the Defense Staff General Jonathan Vance announced that the military's use of the Cyclone helicopter will be paused as the other aircraft are inspected, though he claims that the cause of the crash was wind-related and not mechanical. Sub-Lieutenant Abigail Cobra has been confirmed dead while the militaries of Italy, Greece, the United States, and Turkey are assisting Canada in the search for the remaining personnel. The governments of Canada and Quebec have agreed to add $21.4 million to Canada's Reaching Home program. Reaching Home is a program that provides funding for organizations that serve the homeless. The program focuses on funding specific communities that struggle with homelessness. All Quebec regions that are already receiving Reaching Home funding will have access to the additional funds. The Canadian Association of Journalists, the Centre for Free Expression at Ryerson University, News Media Canada, and Canadian Journalists for Free Expression have announced that Environment and Climate Change Canada is the recipient of its annual Code of Silence Award for Outstanding Achievement in Government Secrecy. The award is meant to sarcastically recognize governments, departments, and agencies which have allegedly put the most effort into denying public access to government information. One of the reasons why this department was given the Code of Silence Award for 2019 was their resistance to allowing investigation into the theory that they had timed the release of new climate change research to coincide with their new carbon tax taking effect. The government of Alberta was the recipient of the Code of Silence Award in the provincial category, 
partly due to its establishment of the Canadian Energy Centre and its exemption from freedom of information legislation. Following the implementation of the Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy, the Quebec government announced that it will grant employers a credit on contributions to its Provincial Health Services Fund for employees on forced leave. This additional assistance, which offsets costs not covered by the federal government measure, will be in force for the entire duration of the 12-week wage subsidy, which now extends to June 6, 2020. The credit is expected to cost Quebec $113 million. The Government of Canada announced two new online resources to improve the flow of information to and from citizens during the COVID-19 crisis. Health Canada, the Canadian Digital Service, and Service Canada together created Get Updates on COVID-19, which is a web-based email service that provides subscribers with critical information related to the pandemic. In addition, the ArriveCan app, developed in collaboration with the Public Health Agency of Canada and the Canada Bro Border Services Agency, has been launched across the country. It allows travelers returning to Canada to input their 14-day isolation or quarantine information upon arrival. Information requested by the app includes flight or border crossing details, whether travelers are exhibiting symptoms of COVID-19, and whether they have quarantine accommodations. For Civ News, I'm Ryan Banfield, and I wish you all a good day.